Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. Maine's hit music show. Since it's Throwback Thursday, uh, let's reminisce a, a little bit. Tell me if this makes sense. Favorite throwback website? Do you know what I mean when I say that? You know, that totally makes sense. Okay, so like something from back in the day they used to visit all the time. It, it could be still around. Maybe you don't visit anymore or it could just be defunct. Uh, but let us know. Your favorite throwback website. I have one that I just started searching for and it's apparently not there, but I'll let you go first. Okay, thank you. My favorite throwback website is webkins.com. And I feel like you have no idea what webkins are. No. Okay. Okay, so Webkins were all the craze when I was a kid and you would go to the store and you would buy this stuffed animal and it would have a tag around its neck and on that tag was like a code that you would put into the computer. You go to webkins.com, punch in that code on the tag and then you would have an animal to play with virtually in the game. And you could wow. like add as many animals as you wanted to and everyone was obsessed with them. Everyone was like trading them at school. They were selling out of stores. It was like, it was insane. And I remember one time I was at a birthday party and this girl was gifted a webcam and an hour later the tag around its neck was gone and everyone was pointing fingers at each other and it caused a huge brawl so that tag's more important than the actual <laughs> yes because then you could play online but you could not go on webkins.com and play if you had not purchased a stuffed animal wow yeah so i yeah, missed, never heard of that it was so much fun i would spend hours on that website because it was kind of like club penguin like you would have a bunch of games you could play you could chat with other people but of course it was very like kid oriented so you couldn't say anything crazy in the chat or you'd get kicked out but I would spend so much time on that website. Webkins.com, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. All right, what's your favorite throwback uh, website? We'll put you in the running for Polo G tickets this morning. December 10th, he's gonna be up there at the Cross Insurance Center in Bangor. 207-807-1104. Call or text right now to get in the running. Favorite throwback website for me predates your time, but it was this website called candystand.com. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So Candy Stand, I wanna say it was like Nabisco or like whoever the company, parent company that makes Lifesavers. Oh. Uh, and all the different candy that goes along in that same family, uh, they would have all of these games that you would go on and play. And whenever I got to a class that had a computer in it in high school, I remember we would all try to have a secret browser open what? with candystand.com. Would you buy the candy and it would be on the wrapper? Like go to candystand.com? How'd you know about it? Maybe it might've been on the wrapper, but it wasn't like you had to buy the candy. You would just go to the website and they had like mini golf, they had baseball, they had basketball, they had all of these like computer games that you could play. That sounds amazing. And we would play the mini golf. You would try to get like the best score and figure out the angles and if you played it enough you would know where to angle it to, to oh, hit it and it's all like this lifesaver cream saver themed uh thing so i tried to google it candystand.com doesn't exist anymore but there's a few like retro uh gaming sites that have brought back uh the the original games that were on there what they want which is pretty exciting and now i'm like geeked up to see if it translates to now throwback thursday we want to know what your favorite throwback website is i remember back in the day we had this game it was called Line Rider or Line Flyer. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, D-Line. I'm closer to your age, but it literally just had this free-falling character, and you could draw lines, and it, he'd go over, like, loops and flips and everything, and people would always see how long they could get him, and, you know, our high school teachers would come in, and they'd yell at us every single time. We're not supposed to be on the website. Just goof it off. <laughs> Wait, was this, like, a limp, lifeless body, like, almost like a mannequin? Oh, yeah, and if he fell too hard, he would just go to yard sale everything, everywhere. I vaguely remember that too. That might have been a little bit after my time, but I vaguely remember it. That's the same thing like candystand.com. You were always just trying to kill time in class and play these <laughs> stupid games on the internet. <laughs> 
the teachers would be like, what are you doing? You'd be like, nothing. No, 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 no nothing, nothing. No, I got, no, I got no, my no. email up. <laughs> Crispy from Brewer, what's your favorite throwback website? Okay, everyone's going to say this is so nerdy of me, but I'm going to say RuneScape. RuneScape. Ooh, I haven't heard that name in a very long time. What is I that? Know, I was such a nerd back in the day, man. I was so nerdy. It was like, my character was like a gay hippie. Uh, wasn't it, it like really a medieval good. game? It was a medieval game. Brandy from Portland, what's your favorite throwback website? I have to say MySpace by far. I saw that they like tried to revive like the original MySpace and it's like uspace.com, but it's like the same exact uh, format as MySpace. Like you have your top eight, you can do the HTML stuff, you can add the music, you can do all like bling out your page. That was like the best part about MySpace, I feel like. Oh, 100%. My favorite part was like putting my, my song, you know, like my cover song. Yeah, if you had a MySpace page right now what would your song be oh my god that's a hard one it would have to be definitely a summer walker song but i'm Ooh. not sure who broke your heart <laughs> oh i'm just dated <laughs> donna from westbrook what's your favorite throwback website napster back when you would download songs and then it would give your uh computer an std yeah and you'd have to wait for the dial-up modem i remember downloading like the marshall mathers lp on dial-up yes. <laughs> yes. and it took up like three on your computer yeah like, it would take me three days song. because my mom had to keep using the telephone yeah alexis from lewiston favorite throwback website do you guys remember like that oregon trail website where you would you would be like a person like having to find your way through the air oregon trail i remember like the game i remember the game i didn't know did they have a website like it was a web-based game you could play it on there too i thought so i, I remember playing it like on the computer i thought i just remember dying of dysentery and then having to like look that up and finding out it was like diarrhea ew and i'm like oh my god oh. how do you die of that and they're like well back in the day people just died of things i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne from Old Town. What's your favorite throwback website? I'd have to say Club Penguin. Ooh, see, I never used Club Penguin because I was always on Webkins. Yeah, no, we had like a computer class back when I was in like middle school and that was like the thing everyone went. I do remember after the trend had died, I decided I was finally going to make one and I couldn't make an account because it had existed for so long. All the usernames were taken. Yep, yep. That was the hardest thing is trying to find a username. Pick your name, yeah. Quick, yep, Club yep. Penguin, so did you have to buy something at the store in order to have an account like Webkins or is this different? No, it's different. You just create an account and, and try play. to find a username. <laughs> And you played a bunch of games? Is yeah. that what it was? So it's yeah, kind of like Candy Stand, which was my generation, but they didn't make us sign up for anything. You guys had to sign up and have usernames. Oh, yeah. You had to have, like, parents' permission and everything. Yeah, and then you could play online, and a bunch of other kids around the world would be playing, and you would all meet up on the iceberg and try to make the iceberg tip. Yep, yep, I remember that. So yep. there would be, like, thousands of penguins on one side of the iceberg because everyone thought that it was going to flip, and it was like, guys, this is a game. It's not yep. going to flip over. <laughs> uh, you trying to go see Polo G. You're in Old Town, so right around the corner from you. You're trying to go see Polo G in Bangor? Yeah. Let's make this happen. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. Uh, me? Yeah, you. Woo! <laughs> You're very... Me? Yes! <laughs> that was the most genuine thing I've heard. Uh, all right, you're in there. You're going to Polo G. Congratulations, Cheyenne. Thank you. Ticket giveaway made hot to main by G-Force Kickaxe Pub and Club at the Bangor Mall. Uh, flash your ticket after the show for half-price beer on tap Friday till late night. But uh, you got those tickets, Cheyenne. Congrats. Congrats. 
Cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to throw some more uh, throwback websites that came in on the text. See if you remember these. Hotornot.com. Wasn't that with pictures of girls? Hot or Not came out when I was like in high school, I'm pretty sure. They basically ripped off Mark Zuckerberg. No, Hot or Not idea. was around when I was in college, which was before you were in so high school. So it was called Hot or Not? There was a Hot or Not and they would show pictures okay. and you would just say Hot or so Not they the girls. revived that when I was in high school and I think it was an app and you would swipe on people if they were hot or not, like Tinder. Um, Neopets. Do you know what Neopets are? Yes, that was similar to Webkins. And Nick.com. I'm guessing that's like a Nickelodeon yeah. uh, based thing. That was good. Mebo. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. Wait, go. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. You know those meme pages and it asks you to comment something? For some reason, the older generation always, always in my family participates in these. So last night I see my grandma reply to this. It goes, your ex just texted you, baby I'm in jail, reply in two words. And grandma commented, tough luck. And I just thought- Grandma's cold blooded. She's cold. She's an ice queen. I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. So I thought, you know what? Why don't we do that? Why don't we ask our listeners, if your ex just texted you, baby, I'm in jail, what would your response be in just two words? What's funny is too, with those meme pages or the people that post, when you post like one of those memes on your Facebook timeline, right? Mm -hmm. Then people reply to it because obviously she's your grandmother. That's the, that's the comment that pops up. So you see it. So it like (laughs) snitches on your grandmother for answering. It's hilarious. I've seen ones that are like pretty inappropriate too. And I'm like, auntie, ew. (laughs) Stop. TMI. All right. This one's not that inappropriate. No, this one's fine. It just made me laugh because grandma. Why is grandma commenting on that? Luck. And who's she talking about? My grandfather? They're divorced. They're divorced. Wouldn't help out uh, granddad? Yeah, come on. What about grampy? Uh, so the, the question is what? Your ex just texted you, baby, I'm in jail. Reply in two words. Is it in the blood? Do you have the same response? What are you saying? Well, my initial reaction would be like, um, okay. But if I was forced to text an ex back, because I don't do that. If I was forced to, I would text back, not surprised. Whoa. So, so me and grandma are ice queens. Yeah, the ice queens run in the family. All right. Question is Your ex just texted you, baby, I'm in jail. Reply in two words. Who this? <laughs> That's funny. Honestly, though, if it got down to that far in their contact list that they were uh, calling me or, out to or texting me to help them in a jail situation, I think I would feel bad and feel obligated to like do something or contact somebody to have them helped out. <laughs> like I would be like, why are, real you, desperate. why are you uh, like the desperation is real here? I think it would it would get to me and make me feel bad about it. Emily from North Berwick. The question is your ex just texted you, baby, I'm in jail. Reply in two words. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. Then leave them hanging. Yeah. Got it. I just got divorced after 17 years from cheating. So yeah, <gasps> he's yeah. that's all he gets. Yeah, lock him up <laughs> for cheating. Yeah, put him in the basement and let him rot in that jail. Yeah, so no no love for me. Sorry. <laughs> all right, that's fine with us. Somebody said free corks. I don't know what that means. Other texts that we got. Deadbeat dad. Those would be the oh. two words. Uh, this person said, ha ha, uh, Ashton from Bangor. Please say my name because everyone who knows knows. <laughs> so is their ex in jail? Uh... Thank God somebody wrote <laughs> this. I didn't even think about it. And I picked up on uh, the last time you reread the question. Who's baby? Huh? 
because in the question it oh, says baby. baby like who you call him baby yeah, like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. an ex for a reason if i had picked up on that i would change my reply to this one that somebody else texted in and said wrong number Ooh, that's cold hot radio main hello hey hey what's your name where you from uh kyle from south portland kyle from south portland the question is your ex just texted you baby i'm in jail reply with two words too bad Ooh, too bad. Wow, we got Good a lot. We got a lot of people with uh, ice boxes where their hearts used to be. <laughs> You're really calling to play That's, Secret Santa, right? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Two hundred dollars in the prize pot. You are our caller number ten. You ready to give this oh. a whirl? Yes, sir. Kyle, you said from Sopo, right? Yeah. All right, so how it works is I'm going to give you one clue as to this hour's Secret Santa's identity. Uh, after I finish reading the clue, you'll hear the timer. Five seconds to answer. If you answer correctly within the five seconds, you're going to win 200 bucks this morning. If you answer incorrectly or after the buzzer goes off, the money rolls over. And Haley, who's been having some luck this week, uh, will give away $400 possibly in the afternoon. Are you ready to give it a shot? Yes, sir. Let's do this. Here is your clue. The Secret Santa famously had you painted on their middle fingernail during a 2010 court hearing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have no idea. You want to give it a shot? Just throw out a random name. We'll see if you get it right. I'm trying to think of who was in jail, who was in court. I don't know. I got Lindsay Lohan is the correct answer. Uh, uh, the bad news is that you didn't win. The good news uh, is that you can play again this afternoon and you could win even more money. So 400 bucks this afternoon, all right? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Womp womp. Secret Santa is made hot in Maine by Town & Country SCU. Their rewards Visa credit card pays two times rewards on all purchases now through the end of the year. Apply now at tcfcu.com. 400 bucks in the prize pot for this afternoon. This is a question I wouldn't have got either. Okay, fun fact about this. She was in court because she violated her probation for a DUI. She didn't go to her alcohol awareness classes and she was mad that they brought her back to court. So she painted F-U on her fingernail, middle finger, and had her fingers to her mouth the whole hearing and then they sentenced her to 90 days in jail. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Iconic. And all the photos were just zoomed in of her with her hand up to her mouth and it just said F you, but they had to blur it out to put it on all the um, news sites. Just like we beeped it out. Yeah. Wow, a moment in history. It was a moment in history. All right, here's one more text, by the way, that came in that I just saw out of the corner of my eye. Uh, Marissa from Burroughs said, if my ex texted me, baby, I'm in jail, two words I would reply with is drop soap. Marissa. She said, he tried to sleep with my twin. He failed, lost me, his two kids, and I kicked him out. Oh so my God. She's wishing for the best for him in jail, apparently. What was his excuse? I thought it was you. It's a pretty... No, you can tell twins apart. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Sad news yesterday. Young Dolph is dead. He was 36 years old. He was shot and killed in Memphis on Wednesday. According to witnesses, Dolph was at a cookie store around 1 p.m. when someone drove by and shot him. Dolph was the victim of other highly publicized gun attacks in 2017. He was shot several times in front of a shoe store in Hollywood. His SUV was shot at 100 times in Charlotte, North Carolina as well. All of his peers uh, were sending out their condolences on social media. I think the tweet that got me the most, though, was this happened 
happened at one o'clock. Somebody tweeted out 2 p.m. He was supposed to be at his turkey giveaway that he does Aww. each year. And just the fact that this happened in Memphis, which is his hometown, your own people, your own hometown. So sad. A Boogie is trying to redeem himself after being labeled public enemy number one in Maine when he missed his tour stop in Bangor last weekend. And he had this apology plus a rescheduled date for everybody. Hey, yo, everybody that came out to the show in Maine, I want to apologize. But look, don't give your tickets up. We got another show coming on the 11th. We rescheduled. We got 30 raffle tickets to come backstage with me and listen to the album. So make sure you stay with those tickets, you heard? So if you got tickets, you're in the raffle. Uh, you might get chosen to go backstage and hear Ooh. the album before anybody else. A little exclusive listening party. And uh, hopefully he's on his best behavior. He's going to be here. He he's going to be here on time. He's going to have that after party. If you got tickets, if you have tickets, save them. They're good for the rescheduled date. And they're also going to put you in the running for that, that raffle. It's going to be a fun weekend up there in Bangor, to be honest. I'm super excited. Polo G on that Friday, December mm-hmm. 10th. So that's going to be a good show. And then you can go to A Boogie on December 11th. You want to go up there? Back to back. Of course I'm going. All right, let's do it. We'll get hotels. There's plenty of hotels like right around the area, right? I think there's like a couple on that strip. I'm not familiar with the area. I might no show at the A Boogie show because I get stuck at the casino across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will not be going to the casino because I lost all my $20. The only difference is nobody cares if I show up. People are going to be <laughs> big mad if A Boogie doesn't show up for a second time. I think he'll be there. He seems uh, genuine in his apology. It's going to be a good weekend up there. Shoot, going from like no shows to two shows back to back? No, it's a lot to keep up with. Polo G and A Boogie, Rolling Loud, Bangor, what up? For real. <laughs> it's still going to be a good time. Can't wait to see everybody out there. Houston attorney Tony Busby has filed a $750 million lawsuit against Travis Scott, Drake, Apple Music, Epic Records, and Live Nation. Uh, the suit was filed on behalf of 125 attendees of the Astroworld Festival uh, that left 10 people dead and hundreds of others injured. And the documents, uh, the attorney said, no amount of money will ever make these plaintiffs whole. No uh, amount of money can restore human life. The quantum sought includes sufficient punitive damages to punish and make an example of all involved in the streaming, promotion, organization, and failed execution of the concert, and also to encourage those who engage in such activity to do so with safety at the forefront, not just an afterthought. I didn't even really think about that, about the the aspect of the fact that this whole tragedy was streaming on Apple Music. That's terrifying. Uh, the fairy tale relationship between Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello is over. Yeah, not surprised. They announced their breakup uh, Wednesday. Joint message said, we've decided to end our romantic relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship as best friends and will continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward. How can you be best friends after you date someone for years? Well, he's going to come out of the closet is probably what's going to happen, right? Isn't that the rumor? That is the running joke. And there have been quite a few times where he's been caught on camera and people are like, this man is 1000% gay. But it's not... For us to decide, he will decide. And if he comes out, he does. But if they're going to be remaining best friends, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like a... Can you be best friends with your... No, we're not going to do that topic today. We've done that plenty of times. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, they started as best friends. They're ending as best friends. She wants the best for him, yada, yada, yada. Like, hmm. If there weren't those... raises an eyebrow If there weren't those rumors, though, this would just be the standard breakup message that publicists put out, I feel like. But because there are those rumors, we're reading into it and like, whoa, True, very true. Yes, Yesterday, I'll play you a little bit of this. We talked about the Fox reporters. Uh, What's their name? Larry, La, uh, Laura Ingram mm-hmm. on Fox News. And they did the whole like who's on first Abbott Costello bit uh, with the Netflix series You. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. It, when it, did it, I mention measles? 
I don't know. It was on you. What? 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 What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is right even hearing what I'm saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a. We never did. Anyways, you get the point of what's going on there. Basically, she was pretending like she didn't know that he was talking about the show. You, you thought that it wasn't staged. No, because he, the guy who's the Raymond. Guy? I Raymond, don't know what his last whatever. name is. He seemed so mad and frustrated, and he didn't laugh at all. Um, if it was a joke. How could he keep a serious face? Twitter erupted. A lot of people online agreed with me and said that staged, totally scripted. The star of you. Penn Bagley, he has weighed in and he said definitely a bit. His delivery is great, though. So he See, thinks that, so we do agree. Like if it is a bit, that guy did a phenomenal job. Penn Bagley thinks that it was staged and uh, he I'm does. pretty sure it's Penn Badgley, by the and way. Penn Bag. I call him Penn Bagley. I know you do. Penn Badgley. Yeah. Penn Badgley. He's the gossip girl. Yeah. But his last name is Badgley. Are you sure it's Badgley? I literally looked it up the other day and oh, they listened say it? to it. I listened to an interview and they're like, let's bring out Penn Badgley. And he came out. Penn Badgley. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me a while to change that. I know. I'm sorry to be the one to break it to oh, you. Oh, man. I think I'm going to have more luck uh, referring to the Staples Center as crypto, <laughs> Crypto.com Arena than I'm going to have changing Penn Bagley. Badgley's name? Badgley. Badgley. That's uh, Dirty on 30 made how to main by Darigo Federal Credit Union credit card. Company is doing you dirty. You should take advantage of Darigo's 0% platinum credit card. DarigoFCU.com. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Governor Janet Mills announced Wednesday that effective immediately, all Maine adults are eligible to receive a COVID-19 vaccine booster. On Wednesday, the state reported the highest number of new daily cases of the pandemic and hospitalizations remain at a record high. So we can get our booster shot now. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this is going to go because when we first got vaccinated, we went to like a pop-up clinic. Are we going to have to go to our doctors now? You could go to your doctors. There's also a website that they have up that you can use and a phone number that you can call and then they'll figure out how to get you an appointment get yourself vaccinated and send you to okay. a clinic to get vaccinated. So there's multiple options. I'm probably just going to call my doctor's office Same. and figure out how to but get it done. But if you don't have a doctor. They have a website that's going to help you find a vaccination spot. Awesome. There is a critical shortage of substitute teachers in Maine. Yesterday we talked about the bus drivers in Portland offering a $3,000 sign-on and retention bonus, which Whoa. is crazy. Well, substitute teachers are in need too. At Wyndham, Raymond Schools, everyone from secretaries, ed techs, and even the superintendent himself are all all pitching in to teach classes when a teacher is out. There was a shortage to begin with, but now they need even more because of COVID protocol and a lot of teachers are missing class because they have to go home and quarantine for a certain amount of time. Uh, superintendents say people interested in becoming a substitute teacher should give them a call. That could be the worst job to have as a substitute teacher in, say, in the school department. Growing up in the Scarborough school systems, there was one substitute teacher and he would do all grades. So from the time I was like five up until I was a senior in high school, you could have this man as your sub and he was absolutely terrifying so when he came in and was the sub everyone was silent because they were scared of him so if you're Uh, intimidating this is a job for you there you go For me, kids would run wild when the substitute teacher was in. Yeah. There was always the substitute teacher would come and then the next day or the next week, the real teacher would come back. And then that's when I would get my punishment for how I behaved when the substitute teacher was there. Like, oh my God, the substitute teacher would snitch all the time. Well, yeah, obviously. 
And then your teacher would come back and be like, the behavior in this room was unacceptable. Maybe, maybe, I mean, it didn't change from my generation to your generation. Maybe there's hope in the newer generation. Maybe they're not as bad as we were. Yeah, just give them an iPad and they'll participate. (laughs) The Public Utilities Commission approved an 83% supply rate hike for roughly 80% of the state served by central main power. What does that mean? Residential customers will likely see their average electricity bill raised by about 30 bucks a month. Probably a little less for us because we don't have a full house that we have to put electricity through. Yeah, true. But we're still going to see a little bit. Uh, of a boost. Ski season is underway in Maine thanks to some recent natural snow and cold temperatures that have allowed ski areas to make snow. Sunday River opened some of its advanced trails, so for the really good skiers, not for me, because I've never put skis on my feet. Me neither. Uh, They opened those Thursday morning. Sugarloaf plans to open for the season on Monday, November 22nd. Saddleback is targeting Tuesday, November 23rd for opening day. You know what's crazy is I've been to Sugarloaf a million times, but I've never skied. Like, what am I doing? there just along for the ride drinking want to be along for the party don't want to miss out i've been to sugarloaf plenty of times too i've never skied on that mountain never i've never skied in my life i've been on the ski lift during the off season and looked at the fall foliage or a little summer ride never skied never did that i actually we rented an airbnb once that like the backyard was uh, had like a trail down it. So I stepped foot on a trail. Oh, like cross country. No, I think it was like on the mountain. I think you go down. Oh, oh, so it was literally one of those places that's like ski in, ski out. Right. You could yeah. literally ski out of the okay. back, which is like totally useless for me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I did take Lana out there and she ran around in the snow, which was fun. That's fun. And there was nobody on the mountain at that time. So it's not like she was running and dodging skiers or anything. Oh my God. Thank goodness. Um, but yeah, excited for, I'm excited for ski season to get through. And then towards the end, they have uh, reggae at yeah. Sugarloaf. That's always a good time out there. Also, don't do any skiing during that either. People do. I just don't do that. <laughs> uh, after a year away due to the pandemic, Christmas Prelude is set to return for its 40th year in Kenny Bunkport. And this is where I like to go down there and pretend like I'm in a Hallmark movie. Because it looks exactly like it. I try to find a gingerbread baking contest that I can enter. I watch the tree get lit up. I have some eggnog, some hot chocolate. I do the whole thing. Yeah, I like never drink hot chocolate. But the one time I went to this Christmas Prelude, I was like, I have to to buy something. All the shops are so cute. I What will I buy? And it, what I bought was a hot chocolate. Well, banking on that, I know the shops are excited because this is the busiest, one of the busiest times of the year in Kenny Bunkport. And, you know, with not happening last year, I'm sure they lost out on some money. So yeah. they're going to ex- be excited to see uh, the people back in town for this. In typical year, Dock Square will be blocked off with 5,000 to 10,000 people waiting for the Christmas tree lighting. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It gets packed down there. Uh, the Christmas prelude starts December 2nd. That that is five things you need to know made how to mean by Gold Rush Pawn. Main Street, Sanford. Got stuff you don't need. Turn it into cash. Need stuff you don't got. Pay less for it at Gold Rush. CTJ at Gold Rush Pawn. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We have to do Tara's TVT right now. Yeah. Or else she's going to be mad at me until next Thursday when Tara's TVT comes back around. And I better not forget it there. Because I'll never forget. Today, what are we doing today for Tara's TVT? Today is definitely a song you forgot about. It's called I Like to by Carnage. And this came out when I was in college. Big drinking pregame party song. I heard it for the first time in a really long time. And I felt like I was transported back to my party girl days. And it's a silly, ridiculous song. It's probably one of the dumbest songs I've ever heard, but I love it. It's so catchy. I would say that 90% of Tara's TBTs are from her party days. Party girl days. Party girl days. Oh, yeah. It is a silly song. I like to. Yeah, Carnage. Fun with it. I love McConan. Going up on a Thursday. Saturday, yeah. man. I like to make 
make money get turned. I like Were you the white girl that he's talking about in this song, twerking? Of course I was. Are you kidding me? Paint the scene. Where, 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 where was Party Tara and what was happening when the song was on? When that song was playing, I was definitely trying to push through a crowd of sweaty bodies at a house party. Now it's going to be stuck in my head all day. <laughs> Pre-pandemic vibes right there for good. you for Tara's TVT. That was good. You should uh, pick up beatboxing. Oh, 